Welcome to episode 7 of the Running on Ohm podcast. This is your host, Julia Hanlon, and I'm excited to have Elizabeth Stein, founder and CEO of Purely Elizabeth on the podcast. Purely Elizabeth is an organic, gluten-free, vegan food company. In this episode, we discuss Elizabeth's founding of Purely Elizabeth, benefits of a gluten-free lifestyle, and what living purely really means. Lastly, Elizabeth gives the listeners a preview of what's next for Purely Elizabeth. I hope you enjoy the show. Om. Welcome, Elizabeth, to the Running on Ohm podcast. How are you today? I'm great, thank you. And am I finding you in your office in New York or on travel? I am in my office in uh, New York today, yes. And so tell us, what do you do? So I am the founder of Purely Elizabeth, and we make um, ancient grain granolas, baking mixes, and are just coming out actually with oatmeals uh, right now. And when did you found Purely Elizabeth? So I started Purely Elizabeth almost four years ago um, in October, and... It's been a very quick four years, that's for sure. Very cool. What inspired you to start it? So at the time, I was a holistic nutrition counselor, and I was working with a lot of clients who were eating gluten-free, and I had just uh, started a gluten-free diet myself and really just found that when it came time to recommending products to my clients, um, there wasn't a lot on the market that was particularly healthy. So most of the products um, were loaded with things like potato starch and white rice flour, a lot of refined sugar. Um, So I really just got in my kitchen and started experimenting with the things that I was learning about in school, like chia seeds and hemp seeds and quinoa and trying to throw it into everything I was making. Um, And that was kind of how it got started. That's awesome. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about the beginning stages. When you started cooking, at what point did it go from you just making food for your clients and for yourself to realizing, wow, I could actually be providing this to thousands of people? So I actually, um, I do a lot, or I did a lot of triathlons. My triathlon schedule is not quite what it used to be, but I did a lot of triathlons and I, um, had a table at a local triathlon expo for my health counseling practice. And I figured it would be good to have some free food um, in order to entice people to come over to my table. So I ended up baking some delicious blueberry muffins that were made with chia seeds and sweetened with coconut sugar, made with almond flour, And the night before, actually, I was baking them with my mom, and I was going to type up the recipe, but we kind of both looked at each other and thought, like, you know what, maybe we shouldn't hand this recipe out. Maybe there's something that ends up happening with this. So I got to the triathlon the next day, and sure enough, people could have cared less about the health counseling and just wanted to know where they could buy the products. So I think after that point, it was really um, kind of that aha moment that there was an interest beyond my small scope of people and that, you know, people were actually looking for products like this. 
Wow. And what was the first product you started selling? So the first products were our muffin mixes. We had a blueberry muffin mix, a cacao muffin mix, um, apple spice muffin mix, and pancake mix. And are those all of those muffin mixes still available today, or have they transformed significantly? They have transformed significantly. So we discontinued them maybe about a year ago. Um, We had also come out with cookie mixes, which we still have, and then our granolas. And our granolas are now really 95% of the business. So I think it's a good lesson in evolving and, um, you know, changing what's not working and what's working. Okay, yeah. I'd love to backtrack a little bit. Um, For listeners who don't know what gluten is or being gluten-free is, will you explain that? So gluten is the protein that's found in wheat. And for many people, um, they have a problem digesting it. And the problem can range from something that's minor, you know, a minor stomachache to something very severe, which would be someone who has celiac disease who gets an immediate reaction um, and their their, um, intestines really just cannot digest it whatsoever. So... Um, it's certainly something that has been on the rise over the last couple of years. And I think it's also part in part because people are more educated and knowledgeable about it and are more aware of, you know what, it's not really right to have a stomach ache and I shouldn't really live like this and go to the doctor and get checked out. And so four years ago, you said when you started to go into a more gluten-free diet, how did you see that transformation in your own life, in your own body, in your racing as a triathlete? I I don't have celiac disease, so it was really something that I, um, I think I'd really always had stomach aches my whole life. And so for me, it was something that I knew I felt better without it, digestion-wise. Um And I definitely found that my stomach aches, you know, went away. They felt better. And I also had more energy um, and could breathe better when I was racing or training. Wow. And were you, as a kid, very health conscious? Did you grow up with parents who cooked really healthy? For the most part, I think... um, you know, now looking back, I definitely ate macaroni and cheese several nights a week. So I don't know if that's exactly healthy, but I was fortunate to naturally not necessarily like certain foods. Like I never drank soda. I, and I still don't, I just don't like the taste of it. I, um, don't like chocolate, which is very rare. So there's certainly food groups that I just never experienced, I guess. Mm. And when did you start getting into holistic counseling? Um, what inspired I, that career path? Yeah, so I had been working um, in the handbag business, actually. I was doing sales and marketing for a handbag company in New York. And while I was there, I had started doing triathlons and really just found that my life at work was not as happy as my life away from work. And I wanted to be, have my life, I guess, more aligned with what I was passionate about. So I started searching for 
other opportunities that were more health focused and came upon um, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I read their website. It had 10 questions that said, if you answer these 10 questions, yes, call us today to sign up. And I did that immediately. Wow. And were you living in New York at the time? Yes, I was. So that you didn't have to move for that shift? No. So their program at the time, their their program right now is all online, but at the time it was in New York. So I was working during the week and then went to the classes. Um, they had class once a month over the weekend. Very cool. And when did you leave your your job in counseling to take on purely Elizabeth as your full-time focus? So, so I did counseling for about a year and a half, I would say. And I worked with clients one-on-one and taught um, cooking classes as well. And then it kind of, I guess, just slowly merged into a full-time purely Elizabeth mode, and were which, ha- you- which happened quite quickly, I would say. <laughs> and were you selling purely Elizabeth out of your own kitchen, or how did you first put it on the shelves? So that's a great question. I wasn't selling it out of my own kitchen, but I was selling the finished product out of my tiny Manhattan apartment. So I was actually just talking with my dad last night and laughing. I wish I had a picture, but I had my desk was sandwiched between the bathroom and a closet. (laughs) So, and then I stored all the product in the closet and we sent product out of there. Um, but I used a commercial kitchen actually in Philadelphia to start. And that was where we manufactured everything. So I would drive two hours to Philadelphia make product all day, come back, and then ship everything out of my home office. Wow. And who were the first supporters of Purely Elizabeth? Was it individuals or was it bigger supermarkets? Because I now know it's Purely is national. Yeah. So we got really lucky. And about the first week of being in business, um, I was contacted by the website Daily Candy to write a, a product review, I guess. Um, and so they sent out, um, their product review to all their subscribers and we got about 300 orders in three hours, uh, once that email blast went out. So it was a really great and fast way to start. And I think immediately got us online, um, customers and and also just got awareness out to other outlets, um, different magazines contacted and stores contacted from that. So it was a really lucky way to start. And I'm definitely beyond grateful for that happening because I think it would have taken a long time to get to where we got if that had not happened. Were there any other pretty transformational moments like that, like Daily Candy or any other special appearances? Um, I think... I guess that's probably the biggest one that really went from A to B. Um, and, and right now we did just get into Whole Foods nationally. So I think that will also be a pretty big step in, in, um, in the growth of the brand. 
what is it like for you to be walking in a Whole Foods or another supermarket and see your product on the shelves? What does that feel like? Um, it doesn't get old. Every time it's super exciting and I take pictures <laughs> and make sure that the shelf looks good, but it's, it's just, it's so honestly, it's thrilling every time I, I do it. And we have a Whole Foods that's about a half a block from our office that I, um, happen to go to two or three times a day. So <laughs> I always just make sure that the product's still on the shelf. <laughs> that's great. And have you ever had interactions with people in, in the supermarket setting about your product who didn't know you were Elizabeth? Yes. <laughs> I did, actually. I, I don't usually um, say anything, but the other day I was in Whole Foods and a customer, our product was on the top shelf, and a customer was, like, literally climbing on the shelf to get to the product. And so I, I just felt like I had to say something. So I... Um, I asked her if she'd had the product before, and she said, oh, my God, it's my favorite. I eat it every day, and so I had to say something to her. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And so tell me the name Purely Elizabeth. You're obviously named Elizabeth. Where did the Purely come from? Um, well, it was actually not – I did not name it. A friend of mine actually came, brilliantly came up with the name, but I think that it just encompassed everything that – the idea for the brand and wanting to be pure and clean and transparent. And, um, I think he did a great job naming it. Yeah, I would agree. It's a beautiful name. <laughs> and Thank what, you. what product are you most proud of right now? Um, great question. <sighs> um, well, I'm, I guess I'm most excited about our new oatmeals. It's something that I've wanted to do um, since year one, actually, and just kind of kept putting it on the back burner for a while. So I'm really excited to see it. It's coming out in Whole Foods Northeast initially and will be um, on our website. And I'm just excited to have it out and have customers be able to try it. Can you tell us a little bit more about the oatmeal? Are there numerous flavors? Is it instant oatmeal? Is it more you have to cook it for a while? Yeah, so we have four different um, skews. One is a slow cooking, so it'll be a 20 minute, 15 to 20 minute um, cook. And that is um, a multi-grain. So we use quinoa, amaranth, buckwheat, millet, kaniwa, which is a cousin to quinoa and flaxseed, chia seed, hemp seed. So it's, they're all just super nutrient rich. Um, and none of them are sweetened with any sugar, which is to me, very nice to be able to control your sugar and use whatever you like, whether it's coconut sugar, maple syrup, um, agave nectar. And then the other three skews are quick cooking. So we have an original, an apple cinnamon pecan and a cranberry pumpkin seed. And they all use ingredients like the quinoa, um, emirates, chia seeds, hemp seeds, flax seeds. Wow, that's a great diverse offerings. Yes, you... and they'll all be gluten-free, um, organic, non-GMO. And did you create these different flavors? Who's the scientist behind this madness? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am. That's definitely my favorite part, I think. 
And was that something that you've had to grow grow into, or it comes quite naturally to developing different flavors? It definitely, I think, comes naturally. That's amazing. And so do you still have fine time to cook for yourself and to still express yourself in that way? I do. To me, um, cooking is very relaxing. So I actually enjoy coming home and cooking rather than... In New York, it's so easy to order in, so that would be an easy option. But I definitely... um, like to take the time and cook and and find it soothing, I guess. That's great. And out of all the granolas, which granola is your favorite? Uh, The cranberry pecan. Why is that? I like the nuttiness of the pecans. Um, With the sweet tartness of the cranberries, I think it's just a really good combination. Mm. Which granola is most widely received? The original is actually our bestseller, which I think is surprising. Um, and then the other, the cranberry pecan, pumpkin fig, and blueberry hemp sell pretty evenly. Interesting. And why do you think there's been such a granola boom over the past couple of years? Why are Americans especially so attracted to granola? And why has that risen as your most best-selling product? Um, I definitely think that it is correlated to the huge, ginormous increase in consumption of Greek yogurt. Um, I think it's a perfect combination. And I think people are also bored with traditional cereals, and, and there's traditional cereals I feel like are very nutrient void Mm. so the combination of the two of them I think have contributed yeah for sure are there any other gluten-free companies or other um, health food companies that really inspire you whether it be in the practices of their company or in the food that they're selling um I so Justin's Nut Butter, um, Justin was one of the first people that I met before I had started, and he um, just could not have been nicer, um, and I, I guess he's definitely one of the people who I admire quite a lot and has been so successful um, and really done such a great job developing their brand. Mm. Very cool. And who for you is a really big mentor for you, whether it be someone in the food industry or someone in your life, your childhood? Who do you consider your biggest teacher? Um, That's a great question. Probably my parents, I would say. What about your parents? What has made them so so special teachers? I think think, um, their support and my dad's... um, Business advice, whether I want to hear it or not, <laughs> um, has definitely helped helped me to be more confident and make decisions um, that have worked out. <laughs> wow, that's great. <laughs> you have two secret weapons who will always yeah. love you. <laughs> yeah. And so tell me, what is next for Purely Elizabeth? You've said that the oatmeal is going to be coming. Where would you want to see the company in, let's say, 
five years from now? So I definitely see um, purely Elizabeth going into various other categories in the supermarket um, beyond just this breakfast sweet category. Um, I'd like to be in multiple places in the market and also um, beyond the supermarket, maybe in some other just healthy lifestyle products. I am at the very beginning stages of writing a cookbook. So um, that's definitely an avenue that I am looking forward to going as well. Very exciting. And in your own life, personally, are there any triathlons coming up? Or are there any personal goals you have for this fall, non-purely related? <laughs> it's tough to have that. But um, I am doing the Malibu Half Marathon, actually, in November. So awesome. we will be there um, sampling at the expo, and then I will be running in the race as well. That's great. And what's your training been like for that? Um, it's, it hasn't been so focused quite yet. I think I'll need to really get on a schedule starting now. Um, but I've just been, you know, it's funny cause I was never a runner and I actually hated running, but this summer I think I've really just enjoyed running a lot and it gives me time to not be on the phone, not be checking email, not be checking social media, you know, a million of those distractions. I find that it's just a great time to clear my head and think about, um, the bigger picture. Yeah, for sure. Do you ever run with any other people or is it for you more, your quiet, clear your mind time? Definitely quiet, clear your mind time. Very cool. And in your office, I know you have a team of work of people you work with, how do they influence your day and how do they inspire you? Well, um, we, I could show you, turn it around and show you, but we all are very close physically. <laughs> so it's nice to be able to, um, have that space to discuss anything and everything. That's really great. And this past week, you were at QVC. Will you tell the listeners what that is and what happened there? Yeah, so QVC is um, one of the leading um, home shopping experiences, I guess, um, with millions of viewers. And so I went on um, on Monday of this past week and had a seven-minute segment to share about Purely Elizabeth and talk about the products. Um, and I was incredibly nervous, for sure. But it was really cool, I think, to see that um, there is just such a wide market for healthy products. And I think initially I thought, oh, QVC, I don't know how many health enthusiasts watch it, but it's really a growing segment for them, um, which is great to see. Yeah, that's really exciting. And tell me, as far as Purely Elizabeth in the next couple months, how do you see the role of social media changing your impact of releasing the new oatmeal? What's the role, the connection between how you guys use social media and your product? Um, I mean, it's amazing how much it's changed. And we talk about it all the time. 
saying, like looking back at what we did a month ago or two months ago or three months ago and looking at things and be like, oh, that was so bad or that was ugly or I can't believe we put that out. So it's definitely um, evolved quite a lot and something that we really enjoy doing um, and and use it, having the customers be part of. What do you think has been the most powerful social media tool for purely Elizabeth going national? Um, I think Facebook still has been. You know, we're using Instagram a lot, but it's still not, um, I think, as powerful as, as Facebook is. Yeah, very true. And um, just to ask you one final question about going gluten-free. Oftentimes, I think people are very intimidated by the thought of having to eliminate gluten from their diet. What is your advice for someone who feels that fear, but who wants to be turning their diet in a healthier direction? Um, I think it's all about having knowledge. And so, um, first of all, it's not scary um, and it's, it is at this stage so much more easily accessible. So I think the first place starting off is having a list of, you know, the obvious things, of course, of where gluten exists, but then the non-obvious things, um, and having that list and, and just knowing what the alternatives are, which, which are pl- plentiful, I think at this point. And do you think going gluten-free is the right choice for everyone's bodies, or it's a personal decision based on how it makes you feel? Um, If you're not celiac, I do think that it is a personal decision, but I... What I found is that most people feel better without it. So what I would suggest to clients or to anyone is trying an elimination diet and taking it out of your diet for three weeks and then reintroducing it after three weeks. And if you find that you feel better without it in your diet, then that's your answer. And I think um, if you find that you feel the same, then you can continue eating it. But most people find that they feel better. And um, wheat is very inflammatory in the body. So... From my standpoint, I think it's it's um, better just not to have it in the diet. Yeah, for sure. Um, and as far as the running on OM listeners, do you have any ways in which you would like them to get involved with the Purely Elizabeth community? Yeah, well, definitely follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. We are big pinners. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. And so to close up the interview, I just have a few either-or questions for you. Okay. Apples or oranges? Apples. Mountains or oceans? Mountains. Smoothies or juices? Smoothies. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Awesome. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much, Elizabeth, for taking the time to share with me about Purely Elizabeth and all the amazing work you do. Thanks, Julia. Thank you for listening to episode 7 of the Running on Ohm podcast with Elizabeth Stein, founder and CEO of Purely Elizabeth. Check out runningonohm.com for links to Purely Elizabeth sites. This is your host, Julia Hanlon, and I hope you have a beautiful day.